bah humbug. I am saying bah humbug, and I know that's what Scrooge said at Christmas, but I'm saying it at Thanksgiving. Let's be like our retailers and start jumping past Thanksgiving season altogether. Things seems to be worse around the holidays, and maybe because we have higher expectations, and maybe the painful things just seem that much more excruciating. Seems to me we have plenty to feel discouraged about. I bet we can all think of reasons to be ungrateful, maybe now more than ever before. We've had quite a year. We've had a year of upsets and disappointments and scares and disasters that seem to be overshadowing everything good in our lives. Well, we can be happy that the stock market is doing well, but at some point, we will need to remember the true cost of this prosperity. I don't know about you, but I feel kind of pushed around, jerked around, jerked around with all of the negative news, whether it be fake or real. And actually, some of the latest truths in the world of news are upsetting. We can't really gloat about the Alabama Senate race and ignore the accusation against the much-respected junior senator from Minnesota. How many ways are there to dismantle the Affordable Care Act? We come up with something new almost on a weekly basis. Did you know that last Thursday, 210 gallons of oil leaked from the Keystone Pipeline in South Dakota? Not so long ago, a man killed 58 people in Las Vegas with, an ass with assault weapons. And we can't get the legislature to prevent bump stocks from being manufactured. North Korea. And then devastation remains in Puerto Rico and Florida and Texas. And just this past week, the US went to the International Climate Change Conference touting the benefits of coal and we were booed and laughed at. I don't think I need to keep going with this lesson. Actually, some of you are looking kind of sick of it. And we are sick of it. So what is it that we want? Do you remember over the river and through the woods to grandmother's house we go? Those were simpler times. Simpler times that we will never see again, but that we long for as we are witnesses to a world that is in trouble. Some of the sorrow in our lives is because of the pain of the loss of a loved one, the end of a marriage, or a romance. The loss of a job, devastating news about health. We are in so much pain. Sometimes we don't know why we should be grateful. Well then, shall we cancel Thanksgiving and should we just tear up that list out there that 
We've started asking people what they're going to bring to our Thanksgiving potluck. How would that feel? Some of us are so engrossed that we spend a lot of time refusing to listen to the news. We just don't want to know. Some of us are so engrossed that we spend a lot of time posting about it on Facebook or on our Twitter accounts. Some of us are actually, though, leaping into the fray to help make a difference in social and political terms. Who do you think is feeling the most like celebrating Thanksgiving this year? We have a picture of a cornucopia on the front of our service today. And really, it's probably the most familiar, most popular icon of hope in the Thanksgiving season. In typical images, it's filled with vegetables and fruits and flowers that are just cascading out of it. And we view the cornucopia as a symbol of abundance. Abundance and thankfulness are bound together, and we accept that combination as emblematic of gratitude, that all things are good in the world of thanksgiving. But let's think of it in a little bit different way, because that combination only touches the surface of the true meaning of gratitude. Let's recall a story from Genesis, Genesis 9, actually. After 40 days and 40 nights of rain, wind, bad weather, a rainbow appeared as a sign of covenant after the flood, a sign of the gift of life and the gratitude of survival. In the story, you may want to call it a myth, the creator says, I have set my bow in the clouds. The significance of that is to remind us that the rainbow is part of the mystery of sadness and the beauty of life. Within our suffering and disappointment, there is the light of promise. Within our joy, there can be an element of sorrow. There is a duality in gratitude. In a blog that I read recently, there's a quote from someone named Joanna Macy. And the quote is, gratitude is liberating. Gratitude is subversive. Gratitude helps us realize that we are sufficient and the realization of that frees us. Wow, I thought. I've never heard gratitude addressed in quite this way. So I got on the internet and I tried to find what Miss Macy was trying to say and I could not find her anywhere. And so, so what I'm gonna do is make this up as I go along <laughs> because I, I don't know what she meant. But I, I thought, well, it's been provocative enough for me to think about, so let me just try to figure out what she may have meant. So 
my thinking about these three incredible points came up with talking about gratitude is liberating. Well, if it's true that gratitude opens the door to abundance, as the Buddha once said, I agree that it is so important to cultivate an attitude of gratitude. What becomes a challenge is moving the detritus and the trash and the regrets of life out of the way so we can believe that there is abundant love, grace, and peace available to us. It's very difficult to make connections with people and other living things when we build these walls and hang on to all this personal baggage that just gets in the way. We are free when we allow ourselves healthy growth based on actively engaging gratitude. She said that gratitude is subversive. I don't know what, I don't know exactly what that means, but I made something up. You know, saying that gratitude is subversive reminds me of these tricky phrases like radical hospitality. They're supposed to stretch us beyond our ordinary notions, like inviting people in we wouldn't ordinarily include, or to extend what we would not ordinarily give. So what would subversive gratitude look like? Maybe it's a kind of gratefulness that disrupts the regular systems under which we operate. The late John F. Kennedy once said, as we express our gratitude, we must never forget that the highest appreciation is not to utter words, but to live by them. Subversive gratitude? It might be living up to our highest aspirations. Spiritual leader Deepak Chopra says, gratitude opens the door to the power, the wisdom, the creativity of the universe. You can open that door through gratitude. The creativity of the universe. Now that is mind blowing to me. That gratitude is a source powerful enough to awaken our knowledge and our involvement in the most precious elements of the universe. Subversive gratitude might look like forging a path to peace through sharing our wealth, monetary and spiritual, in ways that consider the needs of others more than the needs of ourselves. Ms. Grace said that gratitude makes us realize we are sufficient. So talk show host Ayanla Van Sant says, we think we have to do something to be grateful, or something has to be done in order for us to be grateful, when gratitude is a state of being. When gratitude is a state of being, gratitude is your truth, your core, your caring for yourself. Once you realize that gratitude is at the core of your being, you will understand that you are indeed enough. You can be grateful that you are a being whose purpose is fulfilled 
simply by the fact of your existence. We look at these statements of gratitude for individuals, but I believe they can be applied to institutions like our church, for instance. If gratitude is liberating, how is it manifested at UU Church of Peoria? I think generosity of involvement and funds has helped us to be free of the divisiveness that occurs when we are struggling over power and finances. We are thankful for this beautiful building and the nature that surrounds us. Because of the dedication of many people, including all of you who are here today, we all can be grateful that we are free to grow and contribute to the greater community. UU Church of Peoria can be considered subversive in our attempts to elevate systems in the community by trying to interrupt those that marginalize the poor and people of color. Subversive gratitude is to recognize our privilege and use it to try to heal the wounds in our community and in the world. We exist. We are here. We are not a figment of our imaginations. And we can be grateful for our existence and the celebration of 175 years promoting a progressive voice in our city. It is in our nature to do for others. For this, we can sing praises for our attitude of gratitude. Oh, we choose one day a year as a formal vehicle for the expression of gratefulness, when in actuality, gratitude is the cornucopia of bounty that pours over us daily. It is the overarching rainbow that bridges our happy and our troubled moments. Maybe we should do the best we can to come together in gratefulness, to support and love each other, to simply be in community. I think that is probably a good enough reason to have a holiday called Thanksgiving. Well, we're going to have a day where we all gather together with family, friends, food, we're going to talk about how grateful we are to be together. And that's a good thing. So, okay. I think I will have to save my bah humbugs for another day. May it be so.